Don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for listening today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with, to begin with in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 37, beginning at verse 1. <clears throat> now Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. This was the history of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers. And the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought a bad report of them to his father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There we were, binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheep arose and also stood upright. And indeed your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheep. And his brothers said to him, shall you indeed reign over us or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed still another dream and said, and told it to his brothers and said, look, I've dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers and his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Verses 1 through 11, Genesis chapter 37. Then looking in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 2. Matthew chapter 2, beginning at verse 8. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary's mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. And when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt and was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophets saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry. And he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts from two years old and under according to the time which he determined from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, 
lamentation, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. And when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. Again, Matthew chapter 2, verses 8 through 23. Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the counsel of your word, the power, the grace, the anointing that rests upon your word. Thank you for the blessings that are ours when we're wise enough to fill our hearts and our minds with your word every single day. Father, more and more move upon the hearts of all of us to fall more in love with you and with your word and empower us to grow in the understanding of the fact that, Lord, you speak to us mightily every day through your word. Help us to be wise enough to move in that power, that wisdom, that grace daily as you would have us to. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Isaac Jackson. Isaac is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Hey, Father, thank you so much for these moments. And Father, thank you so much for the scriptures. Thank you so much for keeping it so well recorded. And uh, thank you so much for speaking to us personally, Father. I ask that you would move today, that you would uh, build your kingdom here, that we would see more of your grace, your glory, more of your holiness and your perfection, and that you'd grow us more and more in your likeness. In your holy name, amen. 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 Thank you, Isaac. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. I want to remind our listeners uh, once again, on an ongoing basis, we're asking for your continued prayers, obviously, for the ministry of the American Family Association. We very much desire and need your prayers, and we appreciate your prayers for the network, the American Family Radio Network. Again, your prayers are much more important than you realize. And remember, amongst other things, the Holy Spirit is released to work through the prayers of God's people. So please pray much for these ministries. I ask for your prayers for this particular broadcast, which is a tool to help set believers' prayer lives on fire and to help us to become more diligent disciples. Now, let me share with you, I've shared some before, but we're asking for prayers for two other ministries as well. Uh, by the grace of God, my wife, Bertie, and I had the privilege of starting a ministry called the Pregnancy Care and Hope Center Ministry, the mobile, med- a mobile medical pregnancy ministry functioning in the Mississippi Delta. We need your prayers. Lots of believers don't realize there's some unique warfare against pro-life ministry period in the body of Christ. In every local pregnancy clinic, every ministry that's standing for life needs the prayers of God's people. So please pray much for our ministry, for God to bless and prosper, to use it as an anointed vessel for the sharing of the gospel, for discipleship, but also for ministering to moms who find themselves expecting a baby at a tough time. We, again, desire your prayers. And then finally, for a project we've mentioned, that is a uh, a neat project that the Lord has really resurrected. Um, uh, some years ago, I had the privilege of writing a pro-life drama that covers the Ten Commandments. I wrote it with the help of my daughter, Elizabeth, and uh, we brought together a drama group and started traveling and performing it. And by the grace of God, ended up doing over 32 live performances. 
And it was an evangelism tool, a discipleship tool, and a pro-life tool as well. It's actually been a few years since we performed it. However, by the grace of God, God's kind of resurrecting it. Um, Blue Mountain Christian University will be performing our play on their campus. Three performances coming up. And actually, just a few weeks away, we ask for your prayers. The name of the play is Rev, R-E-V, Rev Riding in the Hood. It's a comedy drama. We have fun with it. But at the same time, it's a serious ministry tool. And it's critically important for us that we get intercessors that take the kingdom of God and ministry serious. Please pray with us. Pray for every uh, rehearsal, because amongst other things, our goal is that every student, every individual that's a part of the the cast, the stagehands, everyone will get saved before it's all said and done, but also that every performance will be a mighty anointed event that will be a tool that the Holy Spirit will reach through and change lives. So we hope that you will be a part of our intercessory family. If you want more information about that, just email me, joseph at afr.net. We'd be glad to share more with you about uh, the upcoming production of Rev Riding in the Hood. We are very blessed and honored to have as a phone guest today, today uh, DeMonte Edwards. And uh, he's the author of a book that we're going to be talking about today entitled The Supernatural Dimension of Dreams. DeMonte, how are you today? Blessed today, and it's a privilege to be on air with you and to discuss with the listeners uh, the things that's on your heart and things on God's heart. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us, uh, Brother DeMonte. I'm going to ask if you'll take time now to further introduce yourself, because typically I'm super short on introductions, but I think you'll do a much better job of introducing yourself. But tell our listeners what you feel like it'd be helpful for them to know about who God has called you to be and what he's called you to do. Wonderful, wonderful. So first of all, I'm a husband of 14 years. I'm a dad of four lovely and beautiful children. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, The Lord has called me into ministry and blessed us to do many wonderful things. We pastored for about four years in Virginia. Then the Lord released me from pastoring, and I began to help plant churches, oversee churches, also help to raise up and train and equip itinerant ministries. Uh, The Lord has allowed me to go up to about 28 countries, nations, sharing the gospel, working with leaders, ministering to uh, heads of states and government officials, and just seeing the many wonderful works of God. And so I've written books as well, uh, many which have been featured on TV and radio. So today, I believe we'll be discussing one of those books, as well as many other topics. All right. Well, thank you so much again for being with us. I'm going to ask if you'll take a moment now specifically to pray for our listeners that they would have ears to hear all the Lord wants all the Lord wants to share with them and say to them through the broadcast today. Yes, Father, we just thank you for ears to hear. We thank you for an anointing God that would uh, cause our senses to come alive to the voice, to the leading, and to the Holy Spirit. We thank you for that, God, right now for those ears to see and eyes to hear and a heart to perceive truth. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And Father, I too thank you for the privilege of having Brother DeMonte on, and thank you, Lord, for the work you've called him to and the way your Holy Spirit uses him in ministry as well. Father, anoint the minds, ears, heart, and understanding of each and every one of us with a mighty, mighty, mighty anointing so that we'll be abundantly receptive to your word and your will and your spirit. Thank you for the perfect work you'll do in each of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, well, 
DeMonte, uh, the title of the book, The Supernatural Dimension of Dreams, and uh, kind of a unique title in and of itself as well. And it's a, a new book. It just came out a month or so ago. Is that right? Yes, it actually came out the end of November and became available right around the holiday season for Christmas and the New Year's. Okay. And uh, in the reading, I found out it said, basically it shared that this book basically explains how Christians can hear God speak to them while they sleep in their dreams. Is that a correct uh, 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 kind of summary? That's part of it. So I, I start off by talking about of the power of sleep, the importance of sleep, and how sleep is a blessing from God. Many of us don't realize that until we don't get enough sleep. And then I go into uh, really talking about how God imparts so many things, accomplishes so many things to us through dreams, how God desires to communicate with us through dreams, and how we should be open and receive from Him through the dream realm. Mm. Well, you know, I would just say this, that like, you know, I... um read the passage from Genesis and Matthew. And I think in part, it's powerful for us to stop and think about this, that on the one hand, sometimes believers might kind of think, well, dreams aren't that big a deal. But the Bible lets us know apparently they are important. The Old Testament, the first Old Testament book, Genesis, begins with a very important individual who God used. He worked mightily in his life through dreams. And his name happened to be Joseph. You know, us Josephs are good guys. Uh, Praise the Lord. Uh, Matthew, the first book in the New Testament, opens with another Joseph who God works mightily through dreams as well. And so, and of course, the book of Daniel and just who knows how many different passages that really address dreams having an important place in the lives of God's people. So I think it makes a powerful point that apparently dreams are, are important. So we'll pick up there on on the other side. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is DeMonte Edmonds. He's the author of the book, The Supernatural Dimension of Dreams. We'll be right back. Rich Mullins with Sometimes by Step. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is DeMonte Edmonds. He's the author of the book, The Supernatural Dimension of Dreams. And DeMonte, we want to dive right into your sharing about 
the book. Can you share with us as we begin, how have you experienced uh, God use dreams and um, speaking to you through dreams? How has that been significant in your own life, in your own journey? Well, it started for me as a, a youth, probably five, six years old, the Lord would speak to me through dreams. Uh, at first, He would show me things that would happen the next day or within days. I think it was just to encourage me that it was Him speaking. And then He would actually give me uh, things to do or not do, and it would actually uh, pay off for me. Even in school, I remember one time the Lord uh, gave me the answers to some tests. Now, some may say that's cheating, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, God is concerned about everything that's in our life and that's on our hearts. And the Lord so many times has led us as parents, given us parenting things to do for the children, uh, to help them on their journey. Uh, even as a husband, my wife used to laugh because I would have a dream and the Lord would tell me what she wanted for Christmas or her birthday. And I would know the exact gifts or something that she was desiring <laughs> for me to do that she didn't want to tell me, ask me, I would fall asleep and then get up and do it. And she said, how did you know to do that? The Lord told me in a dream. Mm -hmm. uh, but then in ministry, I mean, he's just given so much direction uh, that have caused doors to open for ministry that have blessed many lives as well. Dreams that literally probably have saved my life. I remember mm -hmm. at least two dreams that he warned me not to go into certain countries that I had major open doors in those nations. Mm -hmm. And, Within, within a short period of time, those countries had some type of coup or revolution take place. And I would have been trapped there for weeks if I hadn't had those warnings that came in dreams. Mm. You know, DeMonte, and you know, something just as a side note, uh, you mentioned about the Lord telling you answers to tests. You know, God doesn't cheat. Whatever he does yeah. is right. It's good, and it's honoring, and it blesses. So I think it's good for us to all be mindful of that, no matter how we might think otherwise. But uh, So you've seen God use dreams tremendously in your life, throughout your life, is what you're saying, then, right? Yes, yes. And then I've actually had it where this happened, I believe, last year. Mm -hmm. I had a dream that I was speaking at a certain church in Suffolk, Virginia, and they ended up asking me to come, and I accepted the invitation. So as I'm ministering, the pastor's wife, his mother-in-law, or the pastor's mother-in-law, she had a cane. She had had a severe stroke. She was walking slow, couldn't walk without a cane. And when I went over to pray for her, she started weeping and crying. The power touched her before I even got to her. Mm -hmm. And she was able to walk and run around that service without that cane. And she was an older lady, but she mm -hmm. testified. She said, I saw this in a dream. I saw him praying for me in a dream. So when he came to the church, I knew that God was going to heal me that day. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing happened to another pastor's mother-in-law in Virginia Beach. And it was literally the same weekend. Uh, she saw me praying for her ear in a dream, and she could hear. And we have all of that on video, but she had a dream that I came to that church. So God gave me a dream to go, mm -hmm. and he gave those individuals a dream that he was going to do something miraculous for them. Mm. Praise God. Praise God. That's good. That's good. I uh, want to ask if you'll pray for listeners to grow. And just like, for example, obviously, I, I think they if they're really wanting to learn more about this, they would be wise to get your book. But also, you know, we live in a world where there's some people that are quick to be skeptical about this sort of thing. But sadly, believers sometimes forget the fact that we serve a supernatural Heavenly Father and He's supernatural in every way. And yet, 
sometimes we might make the mistake of thinking, well, I'm just used to things being normal. Well, I mean, we have a supernatural Holy Spirit that guides us. So would you pray for believers to really seek to grow in their understanding of how to be both used by the Lord, but also that they really pay more attention to God, how God may be speaking to them through their dreams as well? Yes, yes. Lord, we thank you for the desire that those individuals that are listening have in their heart to be used of you, to be your vessels of honor, and that you would speak to them through the supernatural channel of dreams by your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that as you that's given them that desire, and as you give the desires of the heart, you also desire to fulfill those desires because they're good and pure. So we pray, Lord, there will be a wind of divine acceleration that will activate a new dimension of receiving revelation, instruction, and impartations through the dream realm and their life in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. You know, I think of in particular, uh, uh, DeMonte, uh, in the book of Daniel, um, you see where God used Daniel to, uh, he worked through Daniel in his dreams to impact nations. And, of course, God has used dreams throughout history. Uh can you share from your perspective how that's that's both important as we think about history, but and I guess address the question too, does God use dreams in a similar way today? Yes, he uses dreams in a similar way. Uh, Joseph's dream is one of the most powerful and impactful that we read in the Bible because it did shift the nation. And not only shifted a nation, the nation of Egypt, it actually helped nations because nations were able to come and buy and receive sustenance during a time of great famine uh, from Egypt through the wisdom imparted through Joseph's dream. Recently, I was in the nation of Bermuda, and I was doing ministry conferences and trainings, and the Lord gave me a dream about the agricultural system in Bermuda and some things that he needed to implement. And so I have this dream. I'm praying about it. I don't really know who to share it with, so I began to share it with uh, the churches, and people set up meetings for me to meet with members of parliament, uh, senators. I'm sharing with them some instructions about the agriculture there, about some other things in the nation, and then I'm in an actual meeting at the government law office, and I get a phone call that the governor from the U.K. and the premier wants to meet with me, and I have five minutes to decide who to meet with. I decided to meet with the premier, David Burt, and I share with him the revelation of the things the Lord shared in the dream and the things the Lord shared in prayer. And then a few months later, I saw that they began to implement some of those instructions. So God still does those things. I've seen him do those things several times, and I know he has used many individuals to do those things to share the wisdom of God through dreams that have impacted nations. Hmm. Praise God. That's neat. Those are some powerful testimonies. Thank you for sharing those. Well, what are some, maybe some common misconceptions or misunderstanding people may have about dreams in their lives, would you say? One that I've discovered from talking to so many people, they feel that if they have a dream, it has to be something that's doom and gloom. Many people think uh, when you get a dream, even if it's from God, it's normally a negative connotation. And that's not true. God can share many blessed things and good things with you in the dream realm. Secondly, there are some individuals who say, well, that's for other people. That's not for me. But I believe in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. If we just simply ask 
and believe and extend our faith, we'll start dreaming. It comes with the package of the Holy Spirit being poured out on the church. And then another misconception is that, you know, some people say, well, I don't have the gift of interpretation. So they make no effort to understand a dream, to look into a dream, or to perceive the message of a dream if they don't get the understanding right away. And so with the help of the Holy Spirit, reading the Word of God and opening our heart, the Holy Spirit will help us to interpret and understand what the Lord is speaking to us. So those are three common misconceptions. Mm-hmm. So based on what you just shared, so would you would it be accurate to say then you should always pray and ask for interpretation once you have a dream that you you definitely feel like God is speaking to. In other words, that should be a norm to ask for interpretation. Yes, it is the norm in my life, and I encourage it in so many people's lives. And sometimes those hidden gems and treasures are the very keys uh, to help us overcome the challenges that are present in our life. Mm-hmm. And tell me, to DeMonte, so would it be accurate to say then that God speaks to everyone through their dreams. Is that right to say? Well, there are individuals that say they don't dream. Mm-hmm. Then there are individuals that say they dream, they don't remember their dreams. Mm-hmm. Then there are some that they know God is speaking, but they don't, they don't, they don't know how to discern when it's God, when it's the enemy or their self. Mm-hmm. But I would say that God desires to speak to everyone through dreams. Mm-hmm. He speaks to many through dreams, but I believe he desires to speak to everyone through dreams, even unbelievers. Mm-hmm. Because there have been, you know, I have friends, they were Muslims, they were Buddhists, and God appeared to them, Jesus appeared to them in a dream and said that he was he was the son of God and they needed to receive salvation. So God can even use dreams with the unbeliever to share the message of the gospel. Mm. You know, uh, DeMonte, uh, in relation to that in particular, I've heard how that after many in the body of Christ began to pray for the the what I if I'm remembering the term correctly the 1040 window in the Middle East after the church really began to intently pray I'd heard of many people in the Middle East who were Muslims getting dreams and people seeing the man in white and many of them coming to know Christ as a result of that and so that's that's a powerful thing to consider that Again, God has used dreams to do a lot of evangelism in the world, and that's a powerful truth to consider as well. So, well, is there anything um, in particular that you feel like is important for every believer to grasp when it comes to how they should see dreams working in their own lives? Yes, yes. One of the important things is for us to be intentional about receiving dreams from God and be intentional about properly stewarding those dreams. What I've learned is if we properly steward what God gives us, whether it's a dream, a vision, a ministry, a family, the Lord gives us an extra grace. He gives us more increase in those areas. If you're a good steward of your finances, you'll find out that God will bless you with more finances. And that's a biblical principle. The person that has less, it will be taken away from them. If they're bad stewards, the person that has more, more will be given to them. And we see that with the the parable of the talent. And so there's a stewardship that many of us miss, which causes us not to have the blessing of the Lord increasing our dream life and him communicating with us in the night hours, his heart, his secret, his wisdoms, and his instructions. 
Mm. So in other words, if you really are diligent about trying to discern what God is saying, he may use dreams more in your life. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like when I give my children a gift or, you know, an extra blessing, if they're not appreciative, you know, I'm going to be less likely to to do something a little bit more special for them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God God is very similar. There's something about an attitude of gratitude. So when we have good stewardship, it shows gratitude for God communicating with us. Mm, that's good. Thank you for sharing that. Well, in your book, you describe how God uses dreams as a compass or a compass to direct our steps. Could you share a, a dream God used as a compass in your own life specifically? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So when I use the word compass, there's many times we don't know if we should go left, we should go right, if we should say yes, we should say no. One night I had a dream that an African man who was a pastor was telling me, he, he was asking me if I could come over to Ireland. I woke up from the dream, I thought it very peculiar because when I think of Ireland or Dublin or Belfast, I think of, you know, a Caucasian person with freckles and red hair and accent, not an African bishop or African pastor. That very day, a Nigerian pastor named Chukuma Baga reached out to me and said, can you come minister at my church in Ireland? And I already knew that the Lord wanted me to say yes, and that it was a divine orchestration of heaven. And so I didn't need to pray. Um, and then also I counseled another engagement that same weekend because I knew where the Lord wanted me to be at. So that mm. was a compass-type moment for me through the dimension of dreams. Mm. Well, what encouragement could you offer to people who are needing the Lord's help in decision-making in their life even right now? Oh, amen. I want to say this. The Lord is ever near. He's ever present. There's been times and seasons that I felt overwhelmed by the affairs of life, overwhelmed by finances and things seeming like they were gridlocked. But you know what? Stick with the Word of God. Stay in the Word of God. Speak the Word of God. Believe that he's going to give you a dream, a vision, a word that's going to shift your season and change your destiny. And when it doesn't happen right away, if it doesn't happen right away, you know what? He's still giving us the written word that has power and authority. And as you exercise faith in that, the revelation from God will come to you that will bring transformation. Hmm. All right. Thanks for sharing that. Now, the term uh, deja vu, okay, you address that in your book as well. Uh, um, lots of people have experienced the, the phenomenon known as deja vu. Does that have a spiritual connection to our walk with God? Yes, you know, this experience, for those that have experienced it, is where you're in a moment and it feels like you've already lived through it, you've already dreamed it. You already Monte, I'm going to have to jump. I'm going to have to jump in here right here with the break, and we'll pick up right there on the other side. Our phone guest today is DeMonte Edmonds, the author of The Supernatural Dimension of Dreams. We'll be right back. Surrounding me, let it 
Music from the group Mosaic with Tremble. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is DeMonte Edmonds. He's the author of the book, The Supernatural Dimension of Dreams. DeMonte, can you share with our listeners, if they're wanting to get a copy of your book, how they can get that, how they can do that? Definitely. They can get it from Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, or wherever fan books are sold. All right. You were touching on something. Uh, you were sharing uh, how the term deja vu and how you use that in your book as well. Yes, yes, yes. So deja vu is a French term to describe the phenomenon when someone feels that uh, they're reliving a moment that they've had in a dream. But I found in Scripture in Job 33, verses 14 through 16, that Job says, or the Holy Spirit says to Job, for God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. And there's another place in Scripture in Daniel where, where Daniel's told to seal up the revelation. So the Lord has spoken to me and revealed to me that there are times that he gives dreams, we see ourselves with people and in places doing things that we, we don't recognize, and the Lord seals it up that we're unable to interpret it or understand the dream. But what he's doing is downloading instructions, guidance into us, almost like a, a, a guidance system for a rocket or for a motherboard, the programming that goes on the motherboard, the, the programming language, so that we make the right decisions and we, we know the right things to do at the right appointed time. Because, you know, there's times you're not able to pray for an hour or fast for three or four days before you have to make a decision or share ministry or share God with someone. It has to already be preloaded into your spirit. So I call it a Holy Spirit flashback. Mm, that's neat. That's neat. Well, uh, our time is almost gone. I'm going to ask if you'll pray for believers to grow in their understanding of the importance of not only trying to steward their dreams, but there's such a need for us to understand the need for us to steward everything from this perspective. Every one of us is called to full-time ministry. God has work for all of us to do. We're not called to just live a life where we survive or just kind of get through the day. We're called to carry out the call of God upon our lives. Would you pray for believers to mature to the place where they're running to fulfill what God has called them in this world and in this life to do? Yes. Lord, we thank you that the days are over where the ministers are only the ones that have a collar and a pulpit and a title that everyone that's a believer would know deep in their heart with a deep conviction that they too are ministers of reconciliation to reconcile the world to you, Father, through the blood and atonement of Jesus Christ. We pray that a divine confidence would be breathed into their spirit and that you would activate their God-given gifts, talents, and graces, that they will be capable, more than capable, God, to share the good news of Jesus and to help souls come into the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Is there any wisdom or encouragement you, you would especially want to share with leaders today, something that's on your mind or your heart in the body of Christ? Yes, I've met, I've met and been meeting so many leaders that have been discouraged, They've been exhausted, and they feel that, you know, they've hit this brick wall. But I want to share with you, if you make a fresh commitment to the Lord, 
recommit yourself to the Lord. Go back and ask the Lord to give you that second wind, that fresh wind, that, that touch from heaven, that when you first started, burnt the fire in your heart. He will be faithful to do it. He's done it for me several times when I felt burnt out. I felt like I didn't know what to do next. The Lord will open your spiritual eyes. He will show you the harvest afresh, and he will do something in your heart to cause you to be excited and stirred up for the things of God once again. So just be encouraged, leaders. There's a second wind coming, and it's coming from heaven to help you. Amen. Amen. Before you go, DeMonte, I'm going to ask, would you pray for both our pregnancy ministry and the ministry of pregnancy ministries, period, but also for our drama ministry? Would you pray for these outreaches, please? Yes, Lord, I thank you, especially for, I'm going to start with the drama ministry. I just really believe that arts and entertainment is very key for uh, capturing the minds of people with good news. There's so much negative stuff that comes on television, especially in the area of entertainment and arts. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you would open fields of harvest. You would open avenues for everything that's produced, all the content to have exposure and to touch lives and touch hearts. And, Lord, for the pregnancy ministry, you know, pregnancy, especially for single mothers, is a very vulnerable time. And many women become pregnant under circumstances that are traumatic or or just grievous for them. But these are times, Lord, that you can reveal your love to these women, to these parents, even to the fathers. And I pray, Lord, that all of the finances, all the resources, whether manpower or money, would be released for these endeavors in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. DeMonte, tell our listeners one more time if they'd like to get your book, the book, The Supernatural Dimension of Dreams, how they can do that. Yes, The Supernatural Dimension of Dreams, Understanding How God Works While You Sleep, is available on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Walmart.com, and wherever fine books are sold. All right. DeMonte, thank you so much for being with us today, and keep up the great work, all right? Thank you so much. God bless. All right. Uh, again, we want to invite every listener to pray much for our brother DeMonte Edmonds as he is used to the Lord uh, in many capacities in the body of Christ. Travels quite a bit. But again, uh Fascinating topic with a very powerful uh, topic behind it, the supernatural dimension of dreams. Hope that you will take it upon yourself to get a copy of that book. Uh, for the balance of the broadcast, we want to share with you a little bit more about the uh, outreach ministries that we just asked DeMonte to pray for as well. But also if, also, if you're wanting to learn more about them, we would appreciate you contacting us once again my email is joseph at afr.net again that's joseph at afr.net uh the the title of the stage stage play is rev 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 riding in the hood it's a comedy drama it covers the ten commandments and we genuinely have fun with it but at the same time as i mentioned earlier it's also very serious ministry it's a tool to help share the gospel a tool to help equip believers to become better equipped disciples and followers of Christ, as well as it has a very strong and clear message about standing for life and against the tragedy of abortion. And as I mentioned that our drama group had the opportunity to do over 32 live performances over a period of years, and so we're grateful that it will be performed. Uh, actually, the upcoming dates are February 28th, February 29th, uh, and March 1st on the campus of Blue Mountain Christian University. Please pray for 
every rehearsal. Pray for all the cast members, all the stagehands, everyone that will be a part of the production. And pray for each performance, that God would anoint each performance with a tremendous anointing, that people would genuinely be saved and commit their lives to Christ during the performances, that people would be encouraged in their walk with Christ, but also that believers would be much become much more passionate about being involved with the work of standing for life and against abortion. How important it is that with all that's taken place in our nation, that we never come to the place where we're content as long as it's legal for babies to be murdered in our culture. That's a serious thing, and we should never become laid back about that reality. It's important for us, the church, to always take seriously the fact that we're called to stand for life. The Word of God tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, choose life that you and your descendants might live. Lord, thank you the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for the opportunity you've given us of being your hands and feet in a world that desperately needs to hear the gospel, your hands and feet in the world that desperately needs to hear your word, and your hands and feet in a world that desperately needs to be touched by your hand of love, mercy, and compassion. Lord, anoint us all afresh with a spirit of compassion, mercy, and grace. Help us to be believers that see, and when we see people in need, that our compassion gear would kick in and that we would immediately seek to simply be vessels that your Holy Spirit will use to minister to others. Help us, Lord, to be mindful that the world has beat up many people and left them on the side of the road for dead. Our world is full of people who are right there at this moment on the side of the road half dead. Help us to know, Lord, that you can use every one of us to help so many of these individuals to come to know Christ, help many of them see the need to recommit their hearts to the Lord. But then so many of them who, if they would just simply see the love of God at work, their hearts and minds would be open to hear the gospel. Help us to live, Lord, in such a way that people We'll see Jesus through our words, through our actions, through our attitude, the things we say, the things we do. Help us to know, Lord, that you've called all of us to live a life full of compassion and mercy. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to be vessels you can use each and every day. We thank you. and We praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And let me say this, too, to every listener. I want to encourage you, if this is not something you do already, get you a notebook that you carry with you on a regular basis and live, seek to live in a listening mode, you know, because the Holy Spirit really does speak to every believer every day. You know, the Holy Spirit, he speaks to unbelievers as well, but he clearly speaks to believers. And one of the realities is sometimes God will put an idea, a thought on your heart and writing it down is wise because outside of that, you just might slip your mind and you may not come back to mind. So making notes on the ideas that run through your heart that you feel like may be from God or you know are from God. Make the write those notes down and go back and and this is in relation to some of the wisdom that Brother DeMonte shared on the broadcast. Go back and pray and say, Lord, I felt I I heard you say this to me at such and such a time. What do you want me to do about this or what do you want me to do with this? Um make it a goal to Write, when you wake up in the morning, write down dreams because sometimes if you don't write it down, it might slip away and you may not remember anymore. Making notes on the thoughts, dreams, deja vu experiences you may have. Again, very often, 
It is our Heavenly Father speaking to you and I. May we be wise enough to seek to take that seriously. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today and you've never made the eternally important decision of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart as your Lord and Savior, today is a good day, a great day to be saved. Would you now, from your heart, simply pray this prayer uh, and invite Jesus Christ to become the Lord and Savior of your life? Commit your heart to Him. Would you, from your heart, pray this prayer with me even now to make that step? Lord Jesus, Thank you for loving me so much that you came into the world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done in my life. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Help me to read your word every day. Help me to pray every day. Help me to live a life of obedience to your word every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to be in touch with you and connect with you once again. My email is joseph at afr. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please email us so we can share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We definitely hope to hear from you. Again, joseph at afr.net. And hope that you will prayerfully consider getting the book we were referring to by Brother DeMonte Edmonds, The Supernatural Dimension of Dreams. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.